Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Seek only the knowledge that unties the problems of your life. Seek it soon before your number is up. Leave alone what seems to be but is not. Seek what seems not to be, yet it might. Another beautiful roomy poem to start off my podcast today about virtual visits with me. Might be a shameless plug, but also a very useful tool as more women all around the globe have been signing up for virtual prenatals and virtual visits. And so therefore, more questions. What is this? How do I do this? What do we talk about? I've got a couple of basic questions on the list today that I will answer for you. And so then you'll know, and I will use this podcast to offer women more information rather than writing it out every time or whatever. So not going to go into personal stuff today or updates, going to keep it simple and just real about virtual visits. Quick history. Margot and I both have been doing virtual prenatals for a while now. It started many, many years ago with free consults, actually. We called them maternity. Get it? Like T-E-A, maternity. Like we're going to have some tea and we'll talk with you for 15, 20 minutes and try to help you on your way. That was a great learning experience. Some really cool women came through. And really, I'll speak for myself, probably didn't have the confidence at that point to offer full-on mentorship calls and midwifery support in this manner. History also (laughs) hadn't proved itself yet, where virtual stuff really has become so much of the norm. So I'm grateful for those days of free short consults. I learned a lot. And I learned how I wanted to structure and offer this current version. Margot is also offering her own versions of these things. So please reach her for more information on how she does it. We don't do things exactly the same. And we think that's great. We're very honest with each other about that. And we feel like it's a really cool gift to the world for us to be different. You know, there's kind of like the the black and the white and the A and the B or whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, We're very contrasted in a lot of ways. And of course, we're very similar, which allows us to work together. So I won't keep talking about that. Just to be clear that we both offer these things and we do things a little bit differently. I have been offering virtual midwifery, for lack of a better phrase, for a couple of years now. It started, hmm, I want to say about three or four years ago when 
I realized that it would be helpful to have a space for people to ask questions. And as it turned out way back when I started this, um, for people also to have virtual support during their births, which I'll get into. But first, before I really get off answering the questions that I've written down, I do want to be clear with you all that I'm calling these virtual visits. Prenatal is how it's listed or has been listed or how we've talked about it. And sure, I definitely am going to talk about how I support pregnant women. But virtual visits really are for anybody, any woman out there that is looking for my perspective. And that's what's unique about it, right? We each have our own perspectives. So whether it's midwifery related, pregnancy related, birth related, or maybe you don't fit into any of those categories, but you're just a woman who thinks they would benefit from me holding space for you and just seeing what comes up in more of a mentorship uh, relationship. That's also an option and definitely something I've done over the years. Who is this for? Very basic question. Again, I'm going to kind of segment my answer. Mostly, yes, it seems like I'm still doing the virtual visits for pregnant women. Again, that's not a requirement. And I think as time goes on and as I progress in my own journey through motherhood and beyond, I will probably eventually one day do more mentorship than I will pregnancy related stuff. But who knows? At the moment, most of the women who sign up for virtual visits with me are wanting pregnancy support. And so they are women who, let's see, they might have a midwife. They might. They might have a midwife or a doctor or someone to support them. And that care is absolutely fine for them in the physical way. So they're feeling really okay about that. And the fact that their in-person person, usually a midwife, can take their blood pressure and they can feel their belly. And there's definitely limitations to virtual support, as you know, as I know. And that is one of them, that we can't do hands-on stuff through the screen hey, maybe one day we'll be able to. I do think um, there have been examples of ways where that hasn't seemed so important, but I want to just be completely transparent too, that there are limitations to virtual care. And actually, I'm going to add that to my list. What are the limitations? So I can talk more about that. So back to who is this for? This is for a woman who might have a pregnancy-related support already in her life, in real life, but, and this is how it's been worded to me from other women, but they're looking for deeper support. They're like, okay, I've got a midwife. Uh, She's probably going to show up at my birth. You know, she takes my blood pressure. She takes my pulse. But I want to talk to someone that really gets it, that wants to get to know me at a deeper level, that wants to hold space for me as I ask questions about spirit babies and baby communication. Um, I want to talk about the spiritual journey of birth. I want to talk about my past trauma and how it might be showing up right now in my life. I want to talk about the relationship with my mother and how that's affecting my pregnancy. Um, I want to talk about 
my partner and the energy he or she is bringing into my pregnancy. So this is not for someone that's just looking for run-of-the-mill midwifery care without the clinical side, right? So if you're just looking for, um, I don't even know, like I don't even know what that looks like anymore. I guess that might be really basic and just asking questions like, what are you eating or how are you feeling? And I'm totally willing to do those things too. So, you know, it's so hard in a way to generalize. Um, Again, I think it's for people that are looking for deeper support. However, that deeper support might include some really just simple topics anyway. So I am not above or beyond talking about things like nutrition. I really love that too. But that could be another layer of what I still consider deeper support. Most midwives, most doctors aren't really counseling women in any kind of way and offering suggestions if they're warranted. So you could be somebody that has that care, but is like, hey, you know, I'm in 13 moons, which is our childbirth course online. Uh, It's still pay what you can, by the way. And it has been for a while now. Um, I'm in 13 moons. You know, I just really love what I'm learning. I want to talk with you. I want to talk with one of the people that developed this class about the information in there. And that's a great reason for a virtual visit. I have done hundreds and hundreds of food journal reviews in my time as a midwife, whether it's a virtual or in person. And I've spent entire hours with women virtually on, okay, um, what are you eating? You know, what's, what's that looking like for you? What's that feeling like for you? What's your history with food? What's your history with nutrition? You know, taking it a little bit deeper than the food journal. But certainly, I think many women have benefited and could benefit just from that, just from information around nutrition, holding of space, brainstorming ideas, um, including supplement use and all of the individual things that go into this topic, reviewing labs, whatever it is. I can do that. I can do all of the things that midwives do, only it's virtual. So whether it's because you want a deeper layer, a deeper level of support, or if it's just you want more support, maybe you're getting a lot of great stuff from your midwife. Um, But another pair of eyes and another pair of ears is something that you feel would be really helpful. So there's that person. Then, of course, there is the woman that doesn't have anyone. And that probably happens more than I would like. Of course, I would love every woman to have someone in person because as amazing as virtual stuff is and as grateful as I am for those connections, I really do feel sad at times that these pregnant women don't have someone in person to look them in the eyes and to like give them a hug and, you know, to hold their hands literally. So I'm all for that. I hope there can be more of these kind of midwives around eventually. But in many places, there is not. So women sign up for these virtual visits, and they're just starting from scratch. Um, Maybe they even need help finding a midwife, and they want to know more about what questions to ask, or how midwives practice differently, or what my thoughts are on whatever GBS testing, uh, cord around the neck at birth, right? There are only a billion questions that people have. And I love that. I love curious people. I love inquisitive women that want to know more, that want to do better. 
and there is no dumb question. So don't feel that you can't show up with just a list of stuff you've been wondering about. It doesn't have to be this, you know, crazy deep experience. Um, I support all sorts of women doing all sorts of things. And I think the real requirement, and I don't have many requirements, really, um, the real requirement is to just be honest, right? And to show up, like literally and metaphorically show up and be open, be open to support and whatever suggestions or ideas might come up. Um, you know, sometimes women just need someone to listen and that's fine too. I've spent many prenatals really just listening to where I feel like, hey, uh, I hope I hope I provided the support this woman wanted. You know, I didn't say a whole lot, but some women don't want that. They really just want to review or maybe go through a past birth story. I'm going to pause for a second. I'm not going to turn off the recording, but I'm trying to figure out why my computer keeps making this ding. Uh, I think I know why, but I don't have anything open. So let me try again. Okay. So that's who this is for in the pregnancy realm. In addition, this might also be for women in their postpartum. Ideally, I would love to meet you in your pregnancy and get to know you, right? That's always kind of the MO of midwifery care. However, if you have a postpartum concern or a bunch of questions or kind of any of the similar things I've already mentioned, then sure, sign up for a virtual visit in your postpartum time and we can meet and talk about all the things that you would like to talk about. So it doesn't have to be pregnancy, it can be postpartum, it can be mothering, it can also just be life. If you are a woman who is not pregnant and you would like to just embark on some mentorship appointments, then that's open to you too. I don't require a certain number of appointments or anything like that. Um, One thing that might make Margot and I different, and I'm not entirely sure if this is accurate. Um, I think she prefers to do more visits than me. I'm fine with whatever. You know, if you're someone that's like, hey, uh, can you support me through my whole pregnancy, right? So that's like every month and then every two weeks. Totally, we can do that. But I don't need that commitment from you. I don't need anybody to say, hey, I'm going to do this and, you know, that I make some kind of arrangement in my life to support a virtual person. I really don't, unless I happen to be on call for them, uh, which I'll get to. So um, I also love the once and done, believe it or not. And that might appeal to you, and it might not. By that, I mean, you don't have to have a grand plan. I meet with a lot of women that just don't know what they're doing, really, for their pregnancy care as far as hiring someone or not. So they kind of do this visit tentatively, and I guess they think it's like in person, right? Like, do I have to commit to you? You know, are you going to be my virtual midwife? Uh, No, you can just do a visit. And some of those have been the most satisfying, I think, on both ends for the woman and for myself to just feel like, hey, we have an hour. Uh, Let's just do what comes up. And I think usually women leave feeling really inspired, really ready to make some changes or conquer whatever it is, and done. I feel like I've done a good job. I feel like it's been the perfect amount of time spent, and off they go. 
I love hearing from people, of course, to know how it's changed them or to hear how their birth went. But again, just being transparent, there is no requirement. You can meet once with me. You can meet 10 times with me. I don't really care. And I have nothing on my end that is going to rope anyone in to anything more than they want. I just don't care about that. Uh, The people that I'm supporting in person, you know, they have kind of this longer relationship and that's how they want it. And that's what I've agreed to. So that's different. And that's my next question. How is this different than in-person midwifery care? So that's one difference is that I don't require any kind of commitment on the virtual side. One visit, 10 visits, whatever, doesn't matter to me. Uh, In person, of course, you usually have this continuity of care. And there are benefits, of course, to that. So again, another obvious plus to having someone in person is developing that relationship, is to feeling their energy, is to building on visit after visit. So one visit we're talking about, you know, things that are coming up and maybe her mother's visiting and whatever. And then obviously the next visit, there's follow-up, right? There's conversation in between. And I've found with virtual visits, for me, that hasn't happened as much. It's not that it couldn't, but I think a lot of women are using the virtual visits as a like boost, you know, here's a one hour boost I'm going to get to talk to someone that I am pretty sure understands. I'm pretty sure will be able to answer my specific questions and I'm going to be done. And that feels good too. Other things about in-person midwifery care is that for better or for worse, appointments can just go really long. (laughs) And I've always had a knack for that my whole career as a midwife. So it's not unusual for me to have a two hour prenatal with most of the clients that I have. I really like the beginning and the end of a virtual visit. I do. I like how people show up on time. I like how nobody has to get in their car. And so we start on time. We end on time. Very rarely do I have someone cancel. I don't think I ever have had someone cancel a paid virtual appointment. And so those are some differences. Again, uh, the limitations, which is sort of part of the question, is just what I've mentioned. No hands on your belly, no kind of energetic exchange in that real sisterly, hands-on way, Um, you know, and that's definitely a shortcoming because getting to know you in the physical and energetic sense, I think is important as a midwife and getting to know your baby in that sense. So we don't have that same access virtually, although I would totally argue that we can feel through the screen. So if you're feeling supported by virtual care, you know, and it feels like you're kind of being seen and heard, then it might not matter. And this might sound crazy to people, but of course, we can also choose to connect with even the baby virtually. I think that's something that I'll explore more. Uh, Back in the day, not really, but a bunch of years ago, when I was really into essential oils and I was doing kind of like... um, basically like virtual energy readings for oils. Uh, That was something that hadn't been done a whole lot before. So other people who had the same technology uh, would do it in person, right? So somebody would put their hand on the sensor and then it would read them for essential oils. And I started doing it virtually. I figured if I could connect with that person's energy, then I would act as the surrogate, which is the word, um, put my hand on the sensor 
and read their energy and still come up with recommendations for them. That was really awesome. It was actually really accurate. And this is the feedback I got at the time. So my point is, even with virtual, I do think there's a lot more we can do, a lot more we'll kind of learn to do and trust to do. And I'm being honest, of course, that doesn't take the place of someone in person, especially in a birth situation. And that could mean a true emergency. I mean, duh, can't really solve a shoulder dystocia virtually. But also just practical birth support. It really, really helps to feel the energy in a birth room, to smell the smells in a birth room. And that really, really is, to my abilities right now, (laughs) impossible to do virtually. So there are limitations, and I really like to make sure people are clear about that. Really, it's just counseling and suggestions and mentorship and of course, conversations about all sorts of things, but definitely limited to energy exchanges and the way we can do that work through the computer. That brings me to my next question. Do you offer virtual support for births? Wow, we get that one a lot. And we get it a lot from people we don't even know. I doubt that's one of you, but I've gotten so many emails that's like, I'm in labor, will you help me? And I'm sorry, but I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't know you. I don't know the situation. What on else? Uh, what on earth? Sorry, could I possibly offer that would be helpful? And it's just not comfortable for me. I love knowing people, and being on call is a thing. So, yeah. But that said, I do offer virtual support for births for women that I have provided extensive virtual care for. So if you do one visit and expect me to attend your birth virtually, well, of course, I can't attend a a birth virtually. But if you uh, expect me to support you virtually, that might not be reasonable either. I always say to women, hey, I'll consider it if I'm working with you through your pregnancy and I feel super comfortable and I know you and I know your partner and they you guys know me and that's really what you want and that's really your only option and you really understand that you're actually having an unassisted birth because you really can't provide midwifery care uh, over the phone, um, then I would consider it. And I have considered it and I have been in that role for several people And it's been really awesome. There hasn't been misunderstandings. There hasn't been confusion. Not all the births have been picture perfect, but they've all wound up just fine. And it also has taught me about the limitations, which I've already shared. So there's things like vaginal exams. There's things like listening to a baby um, during a labor. I'm not able to do that as a midwife from the phone, from FaceTime, uh, from Zoom. It's not possible. So again, just real clarity on, yes, virtual support for births for women that are doing regular virtual care, or sometimes I meet them in person. I've definitely had some virtual prenatal ladies come in person, drive a really far way, maybe just for one visit, and that's been really nice. We've gotten to know each other, uh, we've been hands-on, we've been in person, and then it felt even more comfortable supporting them for their birth. So it is an option. It's not completely off the table, but it does come with uh, some communication in a contract. And again, just real clarity around what that is, 
how it's possible, how it's not possible. And of course, hearing about your desires. I do think there are women that are just right for virtual support. You know, they're going to do it anyway. There is no one to support them. Unassisted birth is their only option. I could go on and on. And then there are, in my opinion, definitely women who are not right for me to virtually support them, whether that's because they're not willing to do the work or they have a complex medical history that makes me uncomfortable, whatever. But you can always ask. So please, if you have that kind of request, uh, you can certainly run it by me. I would really love to meet you, get to know you for many months at a time before I agree to such a thing. But I would consider it. And again, I think it has worked out really well. And it's not like having a midwife there, but that's what some people want and need. Okay, next question. What do we cover in these virtual visits? Again, most of these are pregnancy related, so we cover absolutely anything that comes up. I usually start the visit or one of the first visits by saying, this is your time. This is your hour. I don't have an agenda. You're not one of my normal clients, so I'm not thinking about, hey, did we talk about birth supplies? Did we talk about whatever, when to call? Um, My mind isn't working in the same way for virtual visits, so I am completely open. I'm completely open to what is coming up for you. Most women have topics or questions written down, and then sometimes they don't, and I can totally step in. So if you're worried about, oh, I don't know what I don't know, you know, I don't know what I would want to meet with you about. Um, Is that still okay? Yes, of course it is. I will ask you questions. (laughs) Midwives are great at uh, asking questions. I will ask you questions and we will find topics where there is work to be done. If you're in 13 moons, of course, you kind of have a heads up with some of that. And again, this can be additional support for the 13 moons course, meaning nutrition, meaning whatever comes up for you. Um, Maybe you watch the birth videos and you want to talk to someone about how those look or, or what there is to be learned there. Sort of like an advanced study session with a mentor. That's certainly a way to use these virtual visits. We also cover any and all personal stuff that is coming up for you in your life. And again, this is where it kind of crosses over into mentorship, which is often where a lot of midwives leave off, and that's totally fine, but this provides that additional piece should you want it. For me, if you work with me virtually or as a real-life client, um, I have a series of questions I will send you that are helpful to me if you answer them. You don't have to, especially virtual people. I do not make anyone do it. But if you're the kind of person that's like, okay, I do want you to kind of be my midwife, sort of, kind of, over the computer. Um, I don't really know how this is supposed to look. I don't really know what we're supposed to be talking about. Then this is one way I will lead you. I will offer you these personal reflection questions You will take some time to fill them out and I will read them. And that will give us so much to talk about, so much from past birth experiences to childhood stuff to sexuality to food. It's all there. And I really, really love offering that. And it's a document and series of questions I'm sort of always tweaking and working with as things change. So again, we cover whatever you want to cover. And if you're not sure, it's still fine. We're going to figure it out. I think you're going to make great use of the hour just by reflecting on whatever comes up, whatever maybe I ask you or reflect back to you. 
I've said many times, I think in the witchery, midwitchery podcast, that my job, I love this job. I love it because I get to be the mirror. I don't have the answer. I don't have the, this is how you should do it, or this is how it's going to go. If you're open to suggestion and you're open to seeing your reflection as a beautiful, powerful, but maybe confused or scared woman, I will totally reflect that back to you to the best of my ability. That might sound abstract, so perhaps it's just something you have to experience if you're wanting that kind of guidance, that kind of mentorship, that kind of counseling. And again, this is where I think it really deviates from normal midwifery care. Truthfully, I think a lot of midwives feel like there's not even time for that in their normal client load, right? They have so many people. And even though prenatals are longer than hospital ones, they're longer than the 15 minutes, many midwives don't know how to fit these sorts of things in uh, because it's not built in. And so time just goes on and it remains mostly a physical monitoring of an experience, which again, that can be great in a lot of ways, but for women that are looking for more. Okay, quick sip of water here. Man. So next question, what other offerings are part of these virtual visits outside of pregnancy? Again, witchery stuff. I have a course, Witchery 101, that I offer from time to time. I've had many women in that class come forward for mentorship. And for them, it's just an extension of that course. So learning more about our energy, learning more about our power, learning how to create ritual and ceremony around whatever it is. And again, just having another woman hold space for you and reflect back to you how powerful you are and also your blind spots because we all have them and it's really hard to see your own blind spots. So witchery stuff, mentoring, maybe you're a young woman, maybe you're not even close to having kids yet, but you're wanting some kind of guidance from an elder which I am, right? I'm an elder to someone, we all are. And of course, that's happening increasingly more as we all get older. I'm more in that role than I was before, which is really kind of fun. Other offerings, birth processing, telling me your birth story, either just to tell it. I don't have to say a word. If you don't want a word, I won't say a word, which might sound silly, but A lot of women have stories and they've gotten too much feedback, in my opinion, right? Too much. So I can talk or I cannot talk. It's totally up to you. And I will ask you if you'd like suggestions or opinions or not. I'm also opening to offering those things. Do you want to work through it? You know, where are you at? What are you wanting from this visit? And we go with what you want. This isn't about my agenda or my goals or the way I think you should do this. This is about you. Other offerings, birth trauma, uh, mothering, mothering stuff, all kinds of parenting things. I've been there probably in my almost 20 years of mothering. Basically any podcast topic, that's a really easy way to say it. I will happily talk about anything (laughs) that you've heard me talk about before in more depth and probably other things as well, since seemingly I have no limit on podcasts and how many hours I can talk. So I can talk a lot, but also uh, I can ask questions and I can be there for you as you navigate whatever it is you're wanting someone to witness. 
And again, another really beautiful definition of midwitchery, not just holding the mirror, but witnessing, holding that circle while you dance around or flail around or whatever you want to say inside of it. You are safely held. I think this is my last question. How do I sign up and how are visits done? Great question. I will include the link and you simply click it, pay for a visit, which is one hour virtually, and then you will be led to a calendar where you may choose a time with me. If you absolutely positively view the calendar and there is just nothing there you can work with, sometimes these appointments feel time sensitive. Someone's 38 weeks and they really need to talk to someone now, then I may tweak my schedule for you if you ask. So again, don't be afraid to ask if you don't see what you're looking for. But generally, I've been doing all the visits on one day sort of in a row, and that's really been working for me. I think that's all of the questions I would have if I were someone looking for virtual support in any which way. I'm going to close off here with a testimonial. Thanks to Patty. So these are her words, not mine. My virtual prenatal appointments with Marin have catapulted my self-confidence in my current pregnancy journey. Marin has posed questions and suggestions that have been thought-provoking and extremely beneficial to me. For all of my previous pregnancies, I've seen midwives in person. However, the virtual prenatal appointments I've had with Marin have surpassed all of them. All I can really say is wow, because I always walk away from our appointments feeling more confident and at peace than when we started, which is a first for me. If you are contemplating whether or not you should venture into doing virtual prenatals with Marin or Margot, do it. Also, this is not just beneficial to speak to Marin or Margot as midwives, but as women as well. As a current birth worker, I will be venturing into their virtual mentorship appointments as well, since I firmly believe they have so much to offer in this aspect. Thanks, Patty. All right. Well, that wraps up this pretty short podcast on virtual visits. I hope that makes sense. If you have questions, please reach out. And if not, I'd love to see you there sometime online. All right, everybody. Have a great week.